Welcome to the Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn marketing and sales strategies, mindset hacks, and even a little metaphysical thrown in for good measure so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own life and business. I'm Sharon Lee, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals and dreams and create that financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. If you're ready to dig in, listen in now to today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back for those fearlesspreneurs out there. This is the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to create wealth and the freedom it can buy. And I want you to know you are in the right place if you realize your mind is your biggest enemy and your best asset. You know it's a mix of mindset and a good dose of business strategies, right? The fearlesspreneurs are listeners who say no to mediocrity and move boldly and courageously towards making decisions. So this episode is going to be the bomb. If you like talking about money as much as I do, then this podcast is for you. Listen, if you're struggling to create the level of wealth you desire, the issue might be between your ears. Ouch, right? It's easy to blame your job or your ex for your financial woes, but there's a lot of money in the world. In fact, you can accumulate far more money than you could ever spend, but it's important to get your mind on your your side right here in the first place. That's important. Let's get your mind on your side. So working on improving yourself and your circumstances will actually improve your money too. It's a no-brainer. We know this. Research and science has proven this time and time again. So you see how your attitude about money greatly affects the results you experience. So I'm going to be sharing with you eight money blocks. I think I can come up with about eight of them, eight money blocks, and how you can actually turn them around. I think this is what we really want, right? Because we all know that we've got a, a few little money blocks that are stopping us from achieving what we want. So let's just dig right in with the first one here. So the thing is, is that we often talk about what we think about money, right? And this is causing us to feel a certain way about money and then to act a certain way whether we actually go and go forward to do something or whether we stop right and then we realize if there's no action towards growing our money or growing our business or something like that then it comes from a thought we're having a feeling right so let's just Go right in. One of the big ones I hear a lot, and I talk to people all over the world. You got to know, I coach people all over the world. I have, I've had people in Dubai, Australia, Ireland, all over. You know, you know, the only place I haven't actually coached anybody is in China, over there in Asia. 
So I have to do that. Anyway, so the thing is, is that since I'm talking to so many people, and even in my my free Facebook group, that's the Six Figure Conscious Entrepreneur Facebook community, so you can definitely just go to the search in Facebook, search for that, and then just join. It's completely free. And we talk about business things, mindset, we talk about money, we talk about everything that is related to growing our business and that involves our mind, um, our heart, our spirit, you know, there, money is spiritual too. You know, God wants us to make money because we realize that we cannot donate, we can't tithe, we can't do our very best in the world if we don't have money. So we talk a lot about money in my group too, so you should definitely join if you haven't already. So. This one that I hear is a money block. Money is the root of all evil. So this actually comes from a Bible verse. So what I'll do here is I will actually read you the Bible verse so that you can see where it actually comes from. So it originated from an actual phrase in the Bible and then it became misconstrued. So this is from Timothy 6.10, the King James Version. For the love of money is the root of all evil which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith, and pierced themselves through with many sorrows." So we have to understand here that when something's handed down throughout the years, throughout the ages, it often loses its translation. So as a society, we have embraced money is the root of all evil, and we sometimes don't even know where it comes from. So then this is what our our great-grandparents and our great-great-great-grandparents gave to their children and their children and their children and to us. And we hear this in movies. We hear it everywhere we go. So this is where we learn to embrace something we don't even know where it comes from. So it's not going to be easy to amass a lot of money and enjoy financial abundance if you believe that money is evil. Most of us have a strong emotional reaction to the idea of evil. And so what we do is we push money away. Anything that relates to growing money, you know, we often think that people are greedy, right? We call rich people greedy. Um, so there's a lot of things about this that are really just wrong. But we realize that the world needs um, people that have a lot of money because we can't solve the world's biggest problems if we are a society, a world, countries and countries full of people that don't have any money. So it is, it is our responsibility, I will have to say, to use our gifts and really bless people with these gifts and have the exchange of money right? This energetic exchange of money is so important. They need to be able to give you money for what it is you have because they find value in what you have. So it's not evil at all that you would be taking money from someone. So we realize that we're doing them a service because they won't find the value in it if it's free. So that's why it's important for you to charge, right? A lot of people are afraid to do that, but that's mainly because you think it's evil for you 
to be rich, to make money, especially now in the COVID times where there's a lot of people that don't have money, right? And you're wanting to help people. And that's wonderful that you want to do that. But you've really got to understand something. They will not value what it is you have if you don't charge. So this is important for you to understand that money is not evil. It's not the root of evil. Making money is not evil. You need to. So here's a solution. So remember that money is just a way of easily transferring value between people. There's nothing inherently evil about a piece of paper, a metal coin, or a number associated with a bank balance. Use the money beneficially, right? And there will be nothing evil about it. When you are responsible with your money, how you pay your bills, how you spend it, and how you tithe with it, right? Then there's nothing evil about it. We debunked it, right? This is a money block a lot of people have, and we have just debunked it. So forevermore, you were remembering that it's really just an energy, right? It's just something that you're easily transferring of your value to somebody else. So let's just hop into number two. And I kind of touched on it a little bit with that last one. Only greedy people want a lot of money. Now, you know, if you've been following me for any length of time, you know I was very poor growing up. I even was homeless at a time. And, you know, I would uh, pay Peter to or what, what, what is it? Steal from Peter to pay Paul. You know, there were some times when I would not pay my electricity bill just so that I could pay the gas bill, not pay the gas bill so that I could pay the phone bill, right? Um, you know, because I was always in the rears with everything and that's just, that was my life. I was very poor um, and I never had any clothes. Growing up, I never had any clothes. Um, everything was always hand-me-downs and I know that's nothing new. A lot of people live that way, uh, but, you know, act actually being homeless and really living in poverty was one of the most difficult times in my life and I believed that money was not meant for me and you know, living a rich life was not meant for me. I believed that only greedy people wanted money. So it's true that there are a lot of greedy people out there that want a lot of money. There are also plenty of non-greedy people out there that would enjoy having more money too. There's a lot of non-greedy people out there that have a lot a lot of money that do amazing things in the world. So I want to highlight some of the millionaires out there that are doing amazing things. I think of Warren Buffett. He's one of the world's thriftiest billionaires, but he also gives his money. He's a co-founder of an organization called The Giving Pledge, and he's given over $27 billion of his worth of Berkshire Hathaway stock to actual charitable foundations, right? And this is the cool thing because he really sees it as a way to help people. Um, and and I know that there's a lot more. I think of uh, Chuck Feeney, you know, he's th through um, duty-free shoppers, you know, 
he once had it all and then he lost it, right? He's one of the richest people, but he was nearly broke because of the, uh, the Atlantic philanthropies, right? He lost it all on purpose, right? Um, Forbes actually calls him the James Bond of philanthropy since he's often, you know, just giving away huge amounts of money because, you know, he really feels it's important to um, support his causes like education and human rights and health. It's really important for us to focus in on people who are doing amazing things in this world. And we can't be focusing in on people that are greedy. We know that there's a lot of people out there that are greedy. So let's focus in on people that are doing amazing things. And you know, we don't even have to look at billionaires or millionaires. We know that there's people that are making multiple six figures, for example, seven figures, whatever. And, you know, these people are tithing every day. They know that when they give money away, somehow, some way, the money just comes back to them. So let's focus in on, you know, everyday people who are, you know, they have everything they need, right? They're making $100,000, a little more than $100,000. And, you know, that's not rich by any means, but there's a lot of people who are making only 40000 or 50000 who think, oh my God, I would love to have that. That's amazing. And so they look at those people like they're wealthy, right? They live in a, a beautiful four or five bedroom home. It's not a mansion. They're not millionaires, but you know, they're looked up to as somebody who has a lot of money. And we realize that those are people, everyday people that donate their money. They manage their money. They're very thrifty, right? And they get involved in stocks and various things like that. Um, but what we realize is that we have to stop believing that only greedy people want a lot of money. So what's the solution for that? Realize that money can give you the means to create the life you want. It's that simple. It gives you options. It brings you freedom. These are things that everybody wants, right? So I think we have to just put that one away too and say that we have busted that money block and not all greedy people want a lot of money, right? And it's important for us to make a lot of money to really help the, the uh, poor people, to help a lot of the crises around the world. So let's get into number three people won't like me if I have a lot of money. Yeah, I did that one too. I actually believe that. And I know that there's a lot of people that I've spoken to, uh, prospective clients and clients alike that have felt like that. And it's really interesting to me. I see this a lot with women in particular. I think women have that idea that they want everybody to like them. Are you worried that you'll be lonely or scorned for having money? Well, if you do, you'll struggle to create wealth. The thing is, is that we realize people are going to decide about you because of their own mind, because of their own ideas. And we have to really align ourselves with people that are on the same path as us, that really think like us, because that's a small thought, right? Um, if someone doesn't like you because you have a lot of money, then they're not meant to be aligned with you. And that's the bottom line. So the solution here is 
listen, there's a a lot of people that wouldn't like you if you dyed your hair red. <laughs> it's really that simple. Others would start liking you if you if you dyed your hair red, right? Everything you do may create new friendships or lose others. So you've got to live your life in the best way possible and you'll have good people around you. You've got to be salt and light. You've got to be the shining star that you are going out and doing you and having the wealth, having the success and having the abundance that you deserve. So let's get on to, I believe we're on number four now. I've got my air quotes up here. I'm not good with money. Ooh, yep. Can you relate with this one too? Once upon a time, yes, once upon a time in a former life of mine, I believe that one too. And, you know, I wasn't raised with parents that supported me and taught me things. And, you know, this is a real issue for me because I had to learn the hard way. And yes, I, I wasn't really good with money. My mom didn't talk with me. I didn't have a dad and that sort of thing. So I kind of had to wing it. And, you know, some things just made sense to me, but other things didn't. So then I had this belief that I wasn't really good with money and I didn't know what I was going to do with all of it. I thought, you know, I'd have to pay all these taxes. And sure you do, but, you know, that shouldn't get in your way. So when you're believing that you can't manage money, you're going to actually stop the flow of money, right? You'll stop you from accumulating it. It's really that simple. You, you have it in your head that you are not good with money. So what happens next? You have a feeling about it. We always know that when you have a thought, there's always going to be a feeling next. And when you're thinking, I'm not good with money, how do you feel? Typically, you're feeling pretty bad. And you know, you've got to pay those bills, right? So you're sitting down to pay your bills and you think you're not good with money. So you're feeling, uh, you're feeling dread at the whole process. And this is what's causing you to stop accumulating money. This is an energetic flow. There's a lot of areas here that stop us from accumulating money because we won't go out and take that action, for example, because we realize that you're not good with money, um, so you just don't do those things to earn money as an entrepreneur or even going and getting a raise at your job, right? So these are just stories that we tell ourselves. So the solution for this is learn how to manage your finances. It's really that simple. You've got to up-level your game. There are so many good books and websites on this topic. There's no excuse for anyone to not have the knowledge necessary to handle their money well. You can learn anything that interests you. It's really that simple. It's got to interest you. But more than that, you've got to be committed to it. This is what's more important, not just if it interests you, right? But if you're committed to gaining more money and being good with it, you'll do it. So we're on number five now. I grew up poor. You can tell. Now, I have had a lot of these for myself. I grew up poor. Yeah, that is something that people say that stops them from have attracting money in their life. If you grew up poor or you spent a significant portion of your adult years with little money, it's possible that you've become comfortable with this economic situation. It's like your thermostat. You might not be happy about it, but at least you know how to manage it. This is your life. This is your reality. 
and you don't look for anything else. And so this is a real problem when you're not happy with it. You want more. You you want the stars and the moon. You want all this uh, abundance in your life. But if you spend any amount of time at all being poor, then this is a mindset issue. It's an actual money block. And I talk about this a lot when I'm coaching with my clients because I see a lot of blocks. When I'm in a, uh, like a a sales call with someone, you know, someone wants to, think about working with me and so I talk with them a little bit and I'm my ears are always open to hearing what they're saying I hear their voice drop I hear different things in what they're saying and you know I've been trained with you know helping people grow their their mind and their business and their relationships for it's it's about now five years and I, I am just really good at hearing these things and so when you have a block like this it's really important to show it to yourself to really see it for what it is and realize what it's doing to your life what it's doing to your future and you realize that if you've spent any amount of time being poor then you're not really happy about that and you want more so what you have to do is you have to really feel like you can get out of this take a chance on life with more options and less financial pressure you can always go back to your previous lifestyle if having money isn't for you but you really need to start exploring right take a chance and explore it But I think it's more important for us to really work through these blocks because they don't serve us at all. So let's move on. I believe we are number six. Let's see. I'll have time when I'm older to worry about finances. Yep. Um, You know, we hear this a lot and then a lot of people are in their, their 50s and their 60s and they don't have a savings. They don't have a retirement fund. And, you know, as you start getting older, sometimes you need more medication, uh, something bad happens to you, you don't actually have the savings to take care of it. You know, we really need to be able to start working on it, even while we're young, to realize that we're not invincible and we're going to need that money when we get older. So we have to start working on it now. This is a huge money block for a lot of people. Time matters a lot when you're investing. Waiting too long to get serious about saving and investing, it can absolutely ruin your financial future. You've got to be smart about it and don't even think about this. I'll have time when I'm older to worry about it. No, now is the time for you to really consider doing something about this. So the solution is find and play around with a savings calculator online and realize how powerful time and compound interest can be. This is really just smart money, right? This is really important for us if we want to feel um, relaxed and peaceful as we get older. We don't want to worry about money in our old age. So we've got to really play around with savings and investing now. Invest your money in your 401k um, 
the IRA, those kinds of things, and learn what you can about maximizing your taxes, right? This is what we were talking about before when uh, you have, I'm not good with money. You know, it's all about learning. See how all of these go together, right? So just go and find yourself like some kind of a savings calculator online, and then just play around with it. You can see how powerful this can be. So now is number seven. I'll just give it all away. Yeah, this is a common symptom of those people with money blocks that manage to accumulate uh, some extra money. It just doesn't feel right, so they give it all away. Oh my God, I have done this. And I it's just, you know, easy for me to just not think about it and just say, oh well, you know, and the thing is, is that it's great to be able to help others, but you need to take care of yourself too. And we realize that we've got to really save our money, we've got to invest our money, reinvest it into our businesses with uh, being able to up-level our skills, Constantly, we have to be doing this. So this money block is very detrimental for our future because we realize that it's important to actually save money as much as it is to help others. So, you know, we, we realize tithing is important, but your money should be going to savings and investing too. Um, it, it, I can't tell you how critical this one is for you to eliminate this if this is one of your blocks. So now I'm on number eight. I don't deserve to be wealthy. Ouch. Yeah, that one was tough because I remember having such low self-worth. And I realized that as I'm talking to other people all around the world, there's a lot of people. They associate their worth with how much money they make. And when they're not making a lot of money, it hits their subconscious mind where they're showing proof that they don't deserve it. If you don't think you deserve it, you'll struggle to achieve it. You will. You might believe you're not smart enough, too lazy, or have the wrong background, whatever the reason is, this is a major money block. So what do you do? Well, the solution is for you to realize that you deserve anything you're willing to work for. Give yourself a reason to believe you deserve it. And remember, God or the universe wants us to have everything that we want. And the thing is, is that the universe does not like vacuums. So when you give money away, for example, there's a hole and the universe will fill it with more money. That is, if you have the right mindset around it, remember, your thoughts turn into feelings, turn into actions, which then turn into your outcome, see? So it's really important for us to be thinking that we are wealthy. Whatever you believe, this is what's going to create a feeling for you. So if you don't feel deserving about anything, a, you know, a love relationship, um, deserve to have money, whatever it is, deserve to have a thriving business, you will never achieve anything. So can you see how your beliefs about money are negatively affecting your finances? Listen, most people address their financial issues with a focus on 
external items. But it can be more effective to address your faulty and limiting beliefs first. So take a look at your money blocks and resolve them, right? We've got to solve them today. You'll be glad you did. So I'm glad you stuck around with me in this podcast. I thought it was impactful. I mean, me having to work on my own money blocks has really helped me to actually make more money so I can do more wonderful things in the world. And this is exactly what will happen for you. And so as I mentioned earlier, you've got to head on over to the Six Figure Conscious Entrepreneur community and let's keep this conversation going, okay? All right, this is Sharon Lee and I will see you, well, I'll talk at you, I guess, on the next podcast. Make it a good rest of your day. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.